Thank you for listening to the Tatnus Podcast on the Tatnus Co. Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A Mercedes kind of sentiment, luxury, and trust in me to honor the free we all should be in. See my sons out burst into yin and yang, right and left, me and you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Tatnus Podcast. This show is going to piss some people off, I think. Maybe. Hopefully not. Well, well, I guess we'll see what doesn't piss people off. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty secure with my fan base that uh, they understand where I'm coming from. It's just, uh, I had an incident that I felt was kind of fucking weird. And uh, it's not cool. So, And I do not want this show to come across as preachy because none of my fucking fans do this shit. It's just the occasional like odd person out. So I'm pretty grateful for that. But, um, on social media, I tend to keep my shit pretty private, but I love my fans, so if somebody adds me or whatever, I'm pretty cool about it. Mm-hmm. If you get my personal assistant running my shit that day, it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Depends on what kind of mood she's in, I guess. Um, or if she gets a bad vibe about somebody or whatever. Um, but, uh, I added somebody because they were a fan they wanted to see more uh, they wanted me to see their artwork because they know i'm heavy into art and whatever so there that's cool you know mm-hmm. uh, i love art i love checking people's work out and uh just giving some uh, honest critique and help them build their skills right well it's just you know digging it yeah. and uh i'm not a fucking expert on art to sit there and critique anybody it's not my place i think no. it, i think everybody's style is their own i think everyone's you know good in their own respect and everybody, nobody sucks. They just all have their own style. You of know? course. So I check out the work and I start, you know, clicking like on it and whatever to show support. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what I do, you know. And um, then the next day, this dude hits me up with a message like, "Did you see my work? Did you check out my work?" And it's like, you know, I did because you'd get notifications that I like the shit, right? Yeah. And I, you know. I think some people don't realize that just because you have a cool job and you're fucking known by so many people all over the world and whatever, um, you have a personal fucking life. You have people in your life that you want to give your time to when you can, and you want to spend time with your family You know that you have established, and you do have fucking friends and things like that, maybe, you know, whatever. You have your own personal shit. You don't live on fucking social media. You're not there to cater to every single fucking person that messages you immediately, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was jumping in the shower, and I had my fucking little speaker blast and tunage off my phone, because it's what I do. Mm-hmm. I can't even shower without music, bro. <laughs> um, and uh, my phone goes off, and then uh, I get a text from my personal assistant who says, um, look, I made an executive decision and I blocked this guy, this fan of yours, because I saw that he messaged you and then because you're off doing the family thing or whatever, all of a sudden he messages you with right back. And she's like, I know that that don't fly with you. And she's right, like... I would make a terrible fucking hostage negotiator because I do not respond well to fucking demands. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sorry if this upsets anybody, um, but my career, I appreciate the support and everything, um, but my career does not mean that I am obligated to let people into my personal life when they don't know me and I don't know them. And so when I do, just be cool. You know what I mean? Exactly. Be respectful. Uh, I, I tend to not keep people or let people into my personal social media profile because I got people on my friends list like Ken Sagos from Nightmare on Elm Street and, you know, CJ Graham from Friday the 13th, things like that. So I don't need to be like that gateway where people now have access to bother them as well as, you know, like if I accept somebody, it's because I want to um, and that's my choice. It shouldn't affect other people that maybe want to be more private you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so i i don't want them to be bothered and have their privacy disturbed because i let a a fan onto my personal 
uh, profile, so now they think that they have access to everybody else, and, uh, you know, don't fly. Uh, I can't be responsible for that. Um, you know, there's a lot of names on my list that I don't need to name drop and all this other shit that I'm friends with. Mm -hmm. It's just, those are examples of, like, you know, those people are really good people. They have families as well. They want to do their own thing. They got, you know, their own thing going on. And they don't, if they want to add fans or whatever, that's their prerogative. But it shouldn't come through me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, because I let somebody who maybe doesn't have, you know, that etiquette on how to speak to people see my friends list and be like, oh, I could add this person and add this person or message them and bother them and just be rude to them or whatever. And then it's like, wow, they got through because they're on your list, dude. Like, that's not cool. No, it's not. So I don't like that. And I do keep my friends list kind of as private as possible as mm -hmm. well uh, for everybody's sake. Yeah, privacy, man. Like, no one wants to, you know, be bothered with someone that's not playing with a full deck or, like you said, doesn't have this proper social etiquette to speak to people. I mean, you show me your list, you know, of said celebrities, and I'm not like, oh, give me their their address so i can bother them like no it's rude yeah you know i mean i'm friends with a lot of cool people mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like i said people need to understand we're just people with cool jobs and we have you know the same hang-ups that everybody else has we have our things we won't tolerate like anyone else mm -hmm. we expect a certain level of respect like any other human being mm -hmm. we expect to be treated like people you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, we don't want fucking our family harassed by somebody because they don't know boundaries. You know what I mean? And we expect that, you know, you'd treat us uh, the way you would treat any other human being. You're not going to go up to your friends and be like, hey, fucking answer me, bro. No. You, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that's what was said. It was, it was literally right back. And I'm like, dude. Almost like a child. That when I fucking... Understand. Right. When I have the time to fucking respond, I will. But... It's yeah. not life or death. You know, with the documentary, every other fucking thing going on, like, I'm trying to give some time to those close to me, and I'm not living on social media. I try to make it a point to respond to most of my messages personally and not have my personal assistant do it, unless, of course, I'm very busy, and she lets you know that you're talking to her, and that I'll get to you when I can. It's, it's not like she pretends to be me and you're really fucking not talking to me at all or nothing like that. Yeah. I don't like that. No. And some people do that. Some people have like a PR guy or whatever that will do. I got all that shit set up in place, but like I don't let people speak for me and pretend to be me. Yeah. You know, I represent myself and nobody else represents me. Fair enough. So, you know, just come cool with it, man. If you want to fucking address me or add me or whatever, it's fine. Um, the worst thing that's going to happen is it's going to get lost in the, the shuffle somewhere mm -hmm. and it may not come across my desk or whatever, but I think I'm pretty cool with people for the most part. I, I would have to agree. I love my fans. I don't redirect them to my social media account that's for fans to add or whatever because I think that's kind of a dick move. I'm not better than anybody in my mind, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I just expect a certain level of decency like I give to everybody. Of course. You know, uh, approach me the right way, and I'm not going to have a problem. But if you start coming across like you're unstable, um, I'm not going to have you have access to my family and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And the people that I call family, or, you know, my friends that happen to be people you'd recognize and whatever, because then you're going to bother them with that fucking shit. And you're not about that. No, it's not a good look, man. And I don't like it. Well, it's also, too, being respectful to your other human beings, you know? Yeah. You know, and I'm looking out for my peers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, gotta, I gotta fucking not let things get through the cracks and then affect them because I made a bad choice by trusting everybody and, you know, letting people too close to home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there comes a point where your private life has to be private. Yeah. I have to agree with you. I mean... It, there's always the public image and then there's the private image and I know you actually addressed something with me it was um, a celebrity and like how people were just prying into her personal life and who she's dating and just yeah. interrogating yeah I touched on this with Lexi Kaufman and I was like dude like asking somebody who they are or aren't dating anymore is really fucking over the line like if you want to support what someone does as a career that's fantastic we always appreciate it but that doesn't make you entitled to their personal life business 
their personal business is just that. It's personal. And who they're dating is really nobody's fucking concern. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So some people take it too far, and I don't get it. And uh, it, it, it doesn't come across a very good way. No, it's um, not a good look. No, it, it kind of makes people start to get concerned about you. You know, and that's when they start blocking and shit because they feel threatened. I mean, there's one guy that literally threatened the dude that she may or may not be dating. Um, literally threatened his life <laughs> over the fact that he thinks that they're dating or whatever. And it's like, really? They're threatening to murder someone? Like, that's straight up. And she was like, dude, this is going to be dealt with so very seriously. And it has been reported to the cops and everything else, and it's just a mess. And it's like, there are people like that. It's sad. You know, that in their delusional mind, you're supposed to be mine, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I mean, fucking look at the Ask Me Anything, and I'm not knocking this fan. I think it was fucking hilarious. I think it was said in jest Mm -hmm. that asked me if I'd marry them. (laughs) She was funny to me. Like, I didn't feel threatened or like, oh, what a nut. Mm -hmm. But there's... You know, those people that are funny and, you know... Just taking the piss. And, you know, maybe they got a thing for you or whatever. You know, everybody has that celebrity crush thing. Oh, or yeah. whatever the fuck. Um, you know, or whatever. And that's totally okay. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. It's flattering. Mm-hmm. But it's when people get crazy like that where, like, I'm going to murder the person that you're with and shit. That's why we got to keep things on the lockdown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, like, I remember... Um, a couple of years back, uh, the uh, gold medalist gymnast, uh, Sean Johnson, she was on uh, Dancing with the Stars, and there was a man, like, trying, he was uh, setting up to kidnap her, and he believed that she spoke through the TV and that. Unfortunately, he has some mental health issues, which Clearly. I hope got resolved, but he was going to kidnap her. Yeah, and do God knows and, what. Yeah, the poor woman, but they thankfully, the authorities dealt with it, and I hope he got help, but it's scary. It's like, you know... They're people, and you can't treat people like that. I'm a little too large and crazy to kidnap. So, um, <laughs> well, but, I mean, she's uh, petite. So. I know, and I'm not a you know tiny gymnast. I'm mm-hmm. kind of a fucking freak of nature. <laughs> um, but you get my point. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, even with Alexa, it was like, you know, posting pictures or whatever, and I was flattered that people are like oh you your girl's beautiful and this that and the third until it got into like sexual comments that were disrespectful mm-hmm. and it's like dude there's a way to come across and there's a way that makes you look like a pig and disrespectful and mm-hmm. it's not good you know it's not cool um there's there's that fine line between respectful compliments and then just being disgusting mm-hmm. i didn't like that shit at all no. And that's when she was like, all right, I'm off social media. Fuck this, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's like your life becomes um, everyone's business, basically. Yeah. But then it affects the people around you as well mm-hmm. that are in your life, because now everyone wants to know more. They want to know all the personal shit. I, I assure you, it's not that exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, come on now. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm just a dude. I, I like my video games. I love the gym. Um, you know, music, shit like that. I hang out with people. I drink and fucking whatever. Uh, smoke some weed. You know, same shit anyone else does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to fucking decent restaurants, whatever. I love food. Mm-hmm. It's not about being pretentious or, you know, I gotta only have the best. Blah, blah, blah. No, none of that shit. It's just I love food. Oh, me too. <laughs> like, Mexican food is probably one of my absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. Um... So, you know, shit like that, Jamaican food I love. Um, but, you know, nothing earth-shatteringly profound and fucking interesting. It's, you know, um, I have a retarded sense of humor. <laughs> I laugh at the stupidest shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it is what it is, man. Nothing wrong with that. I'm really into, speaking of stupid humor... <laughs> That Mike Tyson's mystery shit. Oh, yes. It's probably one of the funniest fucking shows I've seen in a while. It's so dumb <laughs> that it's funny. Well, I, I've seen it, too, and I just hate how it's so short. It's like 12 minutes an episode. Is it really? I, I It seems that way, because uh, I, I swear Netflix all of a sudden... You know how Netflix times out? You know, are you still there? I guess so. I the service are not busy. You know, I'll be doing my thing. I have it playing. And then all of a sudden I turn around. I'm like, it's over already? I hate that. Oh, my God. I, I guess I'm just too high usually to realize how short it actually is. Well, it's like you get so invested in it and you don't realize how short the episodes are. But, man, that show's great. I don't love the censorship, but I get it. Um, but it's 
it's still funny as fuck to me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Mike's a great guy. I think he's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how they have, you know, he voices himself, and then he has, like, at the end of the episode, typically, yeah. the, like, real-life him just reiterating yeah. some part of the episode. He enjoys it. He loves it. He, you know, he had, fun. he had fun doing it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's over, unfortunately. It's two seasons on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hope that they come out with another one, but uh, he's got his own show as well now. He's got a radio show, uh, which is really good. Um, I love it, personally. I think he's got some interesting guests. I mm-hmm. think he he's really just meant for it, you know? Mm-hmm. But... You don't see people fucking with him the way they do other people, man. <laughs> Would you? Hey, man. I wouldn't bother that man. Are you crazy? I'm an unbeaten MMA fighter, and people still fucking get demanding with me, dude. Mm-hmm. I just find the right ones, I guess. But uh, it's it's nothing. Like I, I didn't want this to come across as preachy or like telling people to not do that shit. Because my fans don't do it. It's just the odd person that does it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to not associate with fans and shit just because of that like one person that happens once in a while mm-hmm. that's not fair no. you don't take that out on everybody else you know yeah um so i i try to associate with people if they add me or whatever i'll fucking i'll add them and i'll interact with them and whatever mm-hmm. and um you know i i never had a complaint yet where anyone said that i wasn't respectful or you know whatever um because i just treat people the same way i would expect them to conduct themselves around me as well mm-hmm. um you know it's pretty simple you address somebody with respect and it usually goes a long fucking way well there you go i mean mutual respect like you said it does definitely go a long way yeah so brianna fucking blocked that person when she's going through it all and saw that and uh, i i have to commend her for that choice because i would have done the same mm-hmm. at that point like i don't you know like, even with signing shit, when I see some people sometimes, you know, I've had people like, sign this. I'm like, whoa. Like, dude, I'll sign your shit, but be cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a way to talk to people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's always just that one random person out of a bunch. There'll be people that are really cool that are like, hey, do you mind, like, signing this? Or, like, would you have time to... And it's like, hey, man, I'll make time for all y'all. Mm-hmm. But to come shove something in my face and be like, sign this. I'm like, whoa. Like, dude, you don't get very far talking to people like that. Oops. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not that guy. Like, no. I'm not the dude that puts up with that shit. No, of course but, not. you know, you're a fan, whatever, I'll sign it. But I'm also going to fucking tell you in future, be cool. Or next Show time. Show a little respect. Next time I will tell you to fuck off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like having to do that shit, man. I appreciate everybody's support that's put me in the position that I'm in. But, yeah, I, I'm also not anyone's fucking doormat. No. So, you know what I mean? You got to walk that fine line. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, you want to add to that? Um, I know, it's kind of different. You don't. Yeah, have I mean, <laughs> I don't really deal with that. But you don't have that experience, but... But it's just in general, in life. Like, you know, I always say, treat others the way you want to be treated. I mean, that's kind of universal across the board. You know, if you're going to be rude and demanding like that, if, if, don't expect to get the VIP treatment or what you request, you know? If you be humble, humble yourself. You're going to definitely go a lot further in life than, you know, demanding and acting like a spoiled child. Well, here's what bothers me, man, is that there's literally, like, legitimately people that believe that, you know, their argument is, well, when you got into that line of work, you need to expect this. Come on now. Like, really? I mean, I would never go up to a custodian or, you know, a maintenance guy and be like, hey... Because your job is to clean shit and fix shit. You should have just known when you took that job that people were going to treat you like you're beneath them. You should just deal with it. Fuck that. That's not... No. That's bullshit. It is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you you picked a career that puts you in a... You know, the spotlight is a public figure, so you should just learn to accept people being rude and demanding and expecting you to cater to them like you owe them something. Fuck that, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being like anybody else. I actually want to add to that. I remember when, you know, I know I'm bringing up COVID, but when it broke out, um, I actually heard a rant and it really set me off. Someone complaining, someone I know, I'm not going to name names, saying, oh, essential workers shouldn't complain about having to work. You know, they chose that job, blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Like, you know, 
Like, you know, like you just said with the example of the custodian or maintenance, you know, you shouldn't go up to them and be like, oh, expect to be treated less than dirt or have to do the crappy job, quote unquote, because that's what you chose. It's like, well, geez, it's like, you know. Especially the whole pandemic comparison is just the stupidest fucking thing. How would anyone predict that when choosing the job they, they chose? More often than not, people choose the job that's going to fucking hire them. Exactly. <laughs> they have bills to pay. You well, think they're living their dream nine times out of ten? Not so much. Or they're passionate about it, you that's know? That's why I consider myself one of those very fortunate few that, you know, I don't work a day in my life because my business I enjoy. I'm passionate about it. MMA I enjoy. I'm passionate about it. Fucking doing this show I enjoy. I'm mm -hmm. passionate about that too. And I love my fans. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm fucking tripping that, you know, it's been years and I'm still tripped that I have fans and shit. And mm -hmm. Like, that anybody gives a fuck what I do. Because my whole life, like, I didn't plan for that. No. You know, I never thought it was possible. Um, but, you know, on the same token, it's like, you know, when I chose a career, I did also didn't think... Now, how is the apocalypse going to fucking affect this career? Am I still going to be expected to work? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody thinks about shit like that. It's just nonsense to, mm -hmm. to fucking even compare that situation. Like, oh, they chose that job. So, you know, I, you can say that for a cop, okay, you know, or a firefighter or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's hot as fuck and there's a lot of fire involved, but you kind of chose that job. You should expect it. Of course, that makes sense. Obviously. A cop, okay, you're going to get some people that might try to fucking shoot at you or something. Or get really comes violent. With, right, comes with the territory of being a cop. You mm -hmm. fucking knew the dangers and you went for it because you want to make a difference. I get that completely. Mm -hmm. But to say, you know, oh, well, you work this type of retail or whatever, and you should have fucking thought about that before the fucking pandemic. Like, really? What the fuck? Nobody plans for things like that. <coughs> like, come on. How often do we sit there in our day-to-day -day lives like, oh, there's going to be a pandemic in the future or this, that, and the third, so I better think about this. Yeah, I highly doubt any of those people have clairvoyant on their resume, so I don't think they saw it coming. Mm. You know what I mean? And probably didn't realize that uh, it was going to affect them on a work level where they fucking still had to work. and uh, Or they can't work, they're out of a job. And the fact that it's someone you know, and besides being my little lackey on this fucking show, <laughs> you're a fucking nurse. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that, you know, yeah, maybe you fucking knew, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what happens, you got to do your thing. But I think that's a credit to you. Yeah. Nor did you ever complain about having to do your job. Yeah, I mean, with the whole thing, being in healthcare and that, you're kind of directly exposed to that. But I didn't sit there and bitch and be like, oh. I don't want to work and blah 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 right all the power to you i mean you fucking do the nursing thing and then you make time to come and produce my fucking shit so it doesn't sound like some knockoff dollar store garbage. <laughs> great value brand because <laughs> i'm like technologically fucking mental um <laughs> Technologically impaired, sir. I, I have the uh, IT skills of a fucking Mennonite, so. Um, the Amish probably know more about computers than I do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, you know, you clean shit up and make it sound good. I try. Thank um, you. You know. And, but, you know, aside from that, you fucking, you do what you do. And you love what you do. And you I, don't complain. I don't. Even when this thing broke out. And, like, I just want to add people complain about wearing masks and that. And they go out with their noses hanging out. Well, try and work for 12 plus hours with one, okay? Or even, like, you know, surgeons and whatever have been doing that for years. So, I didn't complain once when I had to wear the full gear. It is what it is, right? Comes with the territory. Right. So, anyways, enough of that COVID bullshit, because I don't talk about that crap. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to fucking milk it for all it's worth and make money off of talking about the same old shit. Yep, fair enough. I just wanted to address that, um, you know, there's a way to talk to people, no matter what their career um, I don't know where people get this idea that, oh, you're a public figure, you deserve it. You fucking should have to put up with it. No, really? no one should. How are you a fan of somebody if you want to be disrespectful? It does, that I, doesn't add up. I don't get it, you know. I don't mind people saying, hey, you suck. Like, I've never had it yet, but, <laughs> um, you know, I don't mind if somebody feels that way. Cool. I'm not for everybody. That's a fair assessment. Um, but to call yourself a fan and then be disrespectful as fuck, it's just confuses me man i don't get it mixed signals here yeah it, it's just i don't understand the mentality and no. it's like dude 
I don't come to your job and fucking start talking shit. So, or getting demanding with you. I mean, even when I go to restaurants, like, I'll be the nicest fucking person to the staff because they're just doing their thing, man. Exactly. They got bills to pay and shit like that, like everyone does. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't ever stop sending them motherfuckers in the mail, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, they're just trying to make a living, man, and they don't need to be treated like shit just because they chose a certain line of work. They chose who the fuck was hiring, motherfucker. Exactly. You know, like... They don't know their circumstances. Right, and just being rude to people like that that are just trying to make a living, I don't get it. I never understood that. Yeah, or being rude to someone when it's they have no control over it. They just right. work there. But, I hate that when people, like, you know be a Karen and complain at a fucking retail store person because of a price. It's like, well, you think they sit at home and like, hmm, I'm going to charge this much. No, it's the corporation. They just work there. Leave them alone. Like, complaining to them, I assure you, you, they they fucking probably make less money than you do at your fucking office job. And you're complaining to them about how expensive something is. You think they can't relate? Mm -hmm. You you know, when they're making fucking bare minimum because these corporations don't want to pay them shit for their hard work. Mm-hmm. You think that they can afford the fucking shit you're bitching about? Maybe fucking they're on your side, so being disrespectful towards them just seems fucking redundant. Yeah, well, too, like I said, they don't control the pricing and all that. They just work there. You know, they're told to do something and that's it. They don't sit there and make executive decisions. Yeah, I, just, I don't understand people arguing or yelling at people that agree with you. It's like putting a hat on a hat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't have. Like, fucking argue with the management that has access to, the like, the owner, you know, or, mm-hmm. or the corporate fucking office. Send your complaints to them, and they'll fucking finally hear it and do something about it. Do you think when you yell at a minimum wage worker that it makes it to corporate? No. And corporate gives a fuck or hears about what's bothering you? No. No. You just fuck up the day of some young kid trying to fucking make a living. Exactly. You know, trying to make a few bucks. Or just starting out to get their experience in the workforce. Right. Or maybe fucking that has a family or something and they're just barely getting by trying to pay rent and fucking feed their kids and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they don't need your bullshit. They have it hard enough as it is. You think they don't have their managers shitting on them like nothing they do is good enough? Mm Mm-hmm. They don't need some fucking entitled prick coming in their store. Screaming at them. Screaming at them for something that's completely out of their control just because they're the nearest person. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I, I don't either, and I never understood that. But there's people with that entitlement, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, well, you chose this. I get it. When you're a public figure, like, I'm open to a lot of scrutiny and fucking, you know, criticism. And I get that. Mm-hmm. And whatever I put out there that's personal stays out there. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes people's fucking business or topic of conversation. I get that. Yeah. But... You know, there's a fine line between me putting personal shit out there and then people coming to my personal social media profile where I have my friends and my family and whatever Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, fucking saying shit based on that and acting like I owe them access to that. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't owe you access to my personal life. Nope. You can support my career or don't. Either way is totally fine. You'll you'll go on about your day. But that doesn't create an entitlement to access to my personal life. If I give that to you, I expect that it will be treated respectfully, like I would treat your life respectfully, and not sit there and hound your friends or family and, you know, fucking bother people or harass anybody or Mm be rude to you or anybody else. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like you just kind of let people in. Hell, this whole documentary is letting people into my personal life. Yep. You know, and and there's going to be fucking things said, I'm sure. But everyone has opinions. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't mean shit to me. I've addressed that already in the fucking documentary. That opinions are the lowest form of fucking knowledge. Because you don't have to have any fucking proof or facts to back up your opinion. Mm -hmm. And you can spread it. And if it sounds good on paper, people will buy into it. But it doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean it's true at all. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it actually has any fucking holds any water. Yeah. Um, and that's a shame. But everyone's gonna have their opinions, and I really could give a fuck less because I have mine too. Exactly. It doesn't mean you know I I just make sure I keep mine educated. That's I, the best thing to do. I do my research before I form an opinion. 
I tr do the same thing as well. I like, or I'll say, hey, I don't know a lot about something, so please educate me. You know, right. I like to learn. And it, it's not even about trying to always be right. It's not even about trying to, you know, fucking um, one up somebody because I've done my research and they haven't. It's about not being ignorant and not coming across disrespectful and ignorant because my views have no base. Mm -hmm. You know, they have no fucking foundation to them. It's just, I view it that way. I try to make sure I know what I'm talking about so that way I don't disrespect somebody and then find out I was wrong mm -hmm. because, you know, I don't like disrespecting people. No. It's not who I am. I would rather, if I'm going to form an opinion, I want it to be an educated opinion. And then it's basically a fact. It's just, here's my view on it because it's a fact, you know? Yeah. It's, you know... Like I said, try and educate yourself or, you know, be open to learn. Yeah, I mean, if I see something and be like, oh, this person's this way. Okay, cool. I can see that they're that way. But I'd like to know why they're that way before I criticize. Yeah. Because maybe they're going through some shit or something, you know, that uh, if I knew about it, I'd understand more. and be like, hey, man, cut the guy a fucking break. He's going through stuff. You know, maybe he came across that way, sure. But look what's going on in his life. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I'm understanding and I don't fucking judge them, come across disrespectful based on, uh, you know, a knee jerk reaction to mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'd like to educate myself. So when people see the documentary, you know, hopefully they'll educate themselves before they form any opinions. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's pretty much all put out there. And uh, there's always an explanation for everything. Yeah. And it's not like there's anything terrible or whatever the fuck. It, it's just, you know, we all go through our shit. And we all come out the other side, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. Some people choose to live in it, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's terrible. But you can't make decisions for other people. No. Uh, I was just talking to someone about this the other day that's on the network. Yeah. Talking about someone very close to them that uh, they're not really associating with because they chose some things um, and decided to live in it rather than choose to better themselves for the sake of those that love them so it's like okay cool you know you can't it's hard but mm. you have to just kind of be like hey it is what it is people are grown they make their own choices and if their priorities are out of whack then so be it you have your choice to make now do i stay around or do i just kind of put that distance in there and uh move forward and yeah you know that's that's always a choice that you gotta find yourself making it sooner or later mm -hmm. with some people i guess and uh it is what it is i mean you do what's best for your family and what's for best for you and you wish them the best but you can't put yourself in that position to be affected anymore yeah by it and uh, i completely understand that mm -hmm. some of us come out the other side better than ever and that's amazing mm -hmm. but others choose to take comfort in the negative i guess um yeah and live in it and try to make the best of that uh but they're doing things completely wrong and they don't really see how it's affecting other people or maybe they don't care i don't know i can't speak for those people so i, I won't but uh you see it a lot you know yeah uh, addiction especially mm. is you know something that some people just live in it they they don't get through it and that's a shame that's sad they don't try to get help they don't try to help themselves they don't sit and think about it and realize like this ain't the way to deal with things and how it's affecting the ones they love around yeah and everyone man, around them you know and that's what i mean right um alcoholism especially is a son of a bitch mm. because it's so easily accessible and they make it seem like it's harmless and it's you know but before you know it you're drowning yourself in you know that shit to kind of ease what you're going through and then it becomes a problem mm -hmm. and, you know uh so it's a slippery slope yeah and um i don't know some people just go through it some people don't and some people will criticize other people will understand um you know mm -hmm. so when you're a public figure like everything you do there's going to be parts of your history that come up and people are going to fucking... So I like to be the one to put it out there. I don't hide shit. Mm -hmm. I love my fans and I want to be an open book for them. And transparent as possible. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's to show you, like, if I can come through a bunch of shit, because I went through addiction myself. Mm -hmm. Alcohol addiction. Back in the day. Uh, when I was much younger and stupid and 
Um, you know, but I had a lot of fucking shit in my life that kind of led me down that path. And, you know, there's no excuses. I fucking cleaned myself up and I fucking made something of myself. And, uh, spoiler alert, I did pretty fucking well, I think. Because mm-hmm. here we are, right? Yep. Uh, there's a documentary being made about my fucking life because people demanded it so damn much mm-hmm. that uh, I think I did okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's to show people, like, no matter what you go through, there is light at the end of the tunnel, man, and you could become anything. You could fucking become huge and do whatever you want. You just got to get through that rough patch, you know? Of course. It is what it is, but everyone can do it. There's no reason you can't. And when people see this documentary and they realize what kind of fucked up life I've had and how much shit was, like, placed against me from the day I was born, I still fucking made it to where I'm at today. There's no reason y'all can't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know what? There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And it's what you choose to do with your life and who you surround yourself around with. Right, and the idea is not to be preachy. No. In, in any way, shape, or form. It's to give people hope and be like, yo, if this motherfucker can do it, I had it pretty good. Mm-hmm. I he, can do it. If he can do it, I can fucking do it because I had it better than him. Mm-hmm. He's had a fucked up life, but he didn't quit on shit. You know, and I had it pretty well. I had some hard shit too, sure, but nothing like that. So why can't I do it, you know? And if it gives people hope, that's great. Yeah. It's not to be preachy or fucking like, well, what's wrong with y'all? Because I could do it. No. Nah. Sometimes you just need to see that it is possible for, you know, even the most regular-ass person that goes through the hardest shit can actually turn it around. And honestly, I think people that go through the most shit are always the ones that have these amazing stories of success. And overcoming. You know what I mean? It's always the ones that have to be tested on a daily basis, you know? Mm-hmm. That end up coming out the other side because there's nothing you can throw at them anymore that's going to fucking stop them because they've pulled through some of the hardest shit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um Fuck. I mean, I had everything against me, and everyone thought, well, you you know, with the life you had, there's, you had such a disadvantage that you're not going to be shit. Or who won't be surprised if nothing right. comes of you. And, and for me, all it was is that the fact that people thought that was a foregone conclusion, uh, that pissed me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, now I'm going to do some shit, you know? And you did. Hell yeah. Tenfold. You know? I did all right. I ain't mad at it. So, it's just going to show people that if you really want it, there's nothing stopping you. You are capable. You are good enough. And uh, you got this. That's all it is. It's mm-hmm. not criticizing putting anybody down or fucking saying I'm better than all y'all motherfuckers. No, it's the opposite. I think, you know, when you reach the top of a mountain, it's important to throw some ropes down and be like, come on up. There's plenty of room for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just try to help people climb that mountain and uh, give them a hand because you know how hard it was to get up there. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's also important, too, once you reach the top of the mountain, find a fucking bigger mountain to climb. Mm-hmm. Don't get complacent. Don't. Challenge you know, yourself. Right. Don't be satisfied with success because guess what? Once you get your foot in that door and you reach success, you could fucking get so much more out of it and more doors open. You look at the fucking business I had and MMA and whatever became now this business that owns a network and now a fucking production studio for filming and uh, doing all sorts of shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, friends with all these fucking big names and shit mm-hmm. that most people, you know, like I grew up as fans of their work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now I'm friends with these people. So it, it's cool, man. Um, anything can happen. I think anybody's capable. You just got to fucking not be afraid to uh, keep getting up and keep going back at it until you get it. Yep. You know, learn from every failure because uh, you're not a failure until you stop fucking trying. Once you give up, then you're a failure, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. But get knocked on your ass, as long as you keep getting up, you've never failed. You just learned what didn't work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only real failures are the ones that give up on themselves because it's too hard. Or I can't. Right, fuck that bullshit. If you believe that, then you're right. If you don't believe it, then you're right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it goes. If you fucking keep at something, eventually you're going to get it. Once you've learned, it's process of elimination. Once you've learned all the things that don't work, now you know what will. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You eventually fucking will hit what works. And then you'll understand why it worked. And then you'll know how to apply that a little better. 
and be like, okay, this worked because of this reason. Let's apply that now more often, mm-hmm. and let's find other things that work. And it's usually not too different in situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't understand the mentality of, oh, I can't be successful because I don't know anybody that can give me that opportunity. Motherfucker, take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can't just expect to be handed anything. You have to fucking go and take what's yours. And earn it. You know what I'm saying? you got to bust your ass and earn it. And the more you keep persisting, the more people are going to know who you are and start to say, look, I like the cut of this motherfucker's jib. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like the way this guy's persistent. He, he keeps getting knocked down and doors shut in his face and he keeps coming back saying, I'm not done yet. What else you got? You know, right. like, you know, I'm, I'm coming back and I'm trying even harder now. Mm-hmm. That shit attracts people's attention and you're going to get opportunities. Believe me. I can tell you from experience, like, fucking, once you're given an opportunity, you make the best of it, you put your fear and bullshit aside, your self-doubt, and all that crap you tell yourself that other people have fucking told you, you start to open some eyes, man, and mm-hmm. then it snowballs, and before you know it, you're just fucking huge. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I can tell you from experience, man, I do alright. Yeah. And I've fucking gotten to meet so many bloody people that are just brilliant. <laughs> um... And you're able to learn things from them and apply it to your own life. And I get to make you salty because of the people I'm friends with. Oh, right? come on now. <laughs> you get so pissed. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I lo- especially I remember you told me about C.J. Graham. And it was funny. I love Friday the 13th. And I know I've said that like a hundred times over. But part six with, you know, CJ played Jason was the first one I saw it like fully. Brilliant. So when you told me that, I was like... Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I was kind of mad. CJ's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely a great guy. And a veteran. A U.S. Uh, veteran. Mm-hmm. Oh, our neighbors over in the States, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, military vet. Brilliant actor, in my view. Um, great human being. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun, you know. Um, there's a lot of people that I really think are... Every bit as nice as uh, you might suspect. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think a lot of the cats from the horror world are very down to earth people. Mm-hmm. Um, very sweet people, uh, good hearted people. Yeah, and they just happen to fake kill people for a living <laughs> <laughs> or die. Yep, for our entertainment. <laughs> right, um, depending on who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like Ken Sagos, man, Kincaid from Nightmare on Elm Street three and four is one of the dopest dudes. Mm-hmm. And I love his uh, charity that he's got going on to help young blacks go to college if they can't financially afford it. Mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant because they, you know, they don't the black community don't get opportunities like the rest of us. Man. No, unfortunately not. And I hate that, but I love that he's kind of doing something about that and help make a change. Right, you know, and uh, it's brilliant. Good uh, on him. It's just funny. I always love Kincaid as a character, and mm-hmm. then to be friends with the guy, it's like, dude, that's dope. Like, life is a trip. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, his character insult Freddy Krueger in the best way? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, face pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I, I love, love that him. shit. That made me laugh. Um, I, I fucking loved him from that point on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are you at, you burnt face pussy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, no fucks to give, man. Mm-hmm. Um... And, you know, C.J. Graham is probably one of the best. Uh, him and Kane Hodder are my two favorites. Uh, Jason's, oh, yes. Yeah, um, absolutely, hands down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something about the two of them that just fucking made it their own. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you can kind of tell. They gave it personality, man. Well, you know, not to knock C.J. or anyone else that's played Jason, but I know I've said with Kane Hodder, you know when it's him right. playing Jason. He gave that, that breathing, and it's just like that, oh, you feel that anger, like Jason's pissed yeah i think cj did a great job too though I mean, oh i'm not discrediting him by all know, means but uh, he made it his own in his own way as well okay see that's the beauty with that character like you know it can you know there's different portrayals absolutely of him. you know i'm not knocking robert england freddy krueger but you know it's gonna be really hard to see someone else play him and it's like i know it's been done and i I'm think like, that's a credit to him not a knock at him i mean you know, I don't think anyone's going to mistake that as a knock at Robert. No. Uh, who also is a great fucking guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute sweetheart of a human being. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there. Shout out to Robert. He's a super sweet guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, he just owned that character. He was Freddy. He lived it. He is Freddy, in my opinion. But yeah, he lived that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's kind of given his blessing. He wants uh, Kevin Bacon to take over. I think that's a really interesting choice, especially considering one of Kevin's first, you know, most known roles in the film industry was Friday the Thirteenth, the first film in 1980. Yeah, I know, and uh, he didn't love it. <laughs> he said he only took it to pay, pay his rent, didn't yeah, he, that role? I yeah. mean, poor Kevin got murdered brutally in that one. <laughs> but at the same time, he uh, allegedly said he's open to it. Um, I love Stir of Echoes. I thought that was a great film. Oh, flick. yes, I've seen that one. And um, so I think he would do a deep, you know, decent job of Freddy. Um, I think he'd give it his own unique twist. I, I think, though, he's got a fucking huge uphill battle to climb with that because people are just not going to be accepting of anybody that's not Robert. Uh, yeah. The, you know, the, the purists, let's say. Like, yeah. oh, but that's not Robert, so fuck you kind of thing. I happen to know, though, Robert said that he was probably should have been done with uh, the Freddy character over 10 years ago. Even when he did uh, Freddy vs. Jason? Around that time, he felt like, man, I'm recover- he was pushing it. recovering from doing those stunts and shit was just so hard to do because he said he was a big-time surfer back in the day. Oh, And he had that. a lot of injuries from surfing that mm-hmm. uh, are nagging now. They're caught up to him. And, uh, you know, so now it's like the recovery time is a lot lengthier and uh, a lot more excruciating. Well, yeah, in advanced age, too, you kind of have that working against you. Your body don't bounce back as right. it would if you were younger. So, But he said he would love to do a cameo in a new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street flick. I would love that. I would fucking lose my shit, you know, mm-hmm. because that would be such a seal of approval from him. Mm-hmm. Um, if he appears in it, then you know he's good with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that might help the, the next actor that plays Freddy kind of... Give the blessing. You know, might get people to ease up a little bit on him. Mm-hmm. He, he's, not, so. he's not trying to fucking take over for, you know, Robert's uh, spot No, as a legend. Like, he's just trying to keep the fucking character alive and i think we discussed that on the last show people need to chill on that shit Mm -hmm. if you love the character you want to let it live exactly not like you know let it just die when unfortunately i hope that day doesn't come for a while like say you know the actor passes but the thing is i i don't want to 15 20 years from now hear little kids saying who the fuck is freddy krueger never heard of him i'd be like what you well, know, that hurts. They, you know, and it'll be cool to show them in the original. But I, I think you can still be like, oh, you like the remakes? Well, wow, that's cool. But here's the original, you know, and uh, open their minds to that and blow them away. Mm-hmm. I think is a lot better than who the fuck is that? Freddy Krueger should be up there with Dracula mm-hmm. in my view as Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, as you know, characters that will never fucking die. Mm-hmm. That will span across centuries. You know. Exactly. Um, that's how it should be. Well, shit. Wasn't the uh, Dracula, the character, like, was created in the 1800s? Yeah, based off Vlad the Impaler. Okay, and then it was Bram Stoker that wrote... Stoker. Stoker. My bad! <laughs> Stoker. Fuck off. Bram Stoker, beating off while making flicks. Oh, God. So, uh. sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't know where my mind is. Get it out of the gutter. Fucking filth. <laughs> so, but his, you know, Vlad the Impaler and then Bram's story yeah but vlad was a real person yeah so he was a sick puppy man um so basically where that idea of like dracula drinks blood and shit came Came from from vlad the impaler because what he would do this is like old medieval fucking shit you know what i mean Mm. um he would sit at his table and he would have his enemies impaled on these fucking bamboo i think spikes Mm. right through them and watch them suffer and die slow and he would actually collect their blood in his cup and drink it while he watches them die and eats his meal. Oh, dear. He was a sick fuck, you know, who mm. uh, really enjoyed watching his enemies suffer. Ugh. And um, so, of course, stories started to circulate about him that eventually turned into he was a vampire Dracula motherfucker, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it just it's funny how things evolve and change mm-hmm. until, you know... Uh, Vlad was not even in the picture anymore in the story. Mm. It just became its own character. A supernatural being. Right. It became its own character. Next thing you know, the fucker turns into a bat and flies away. Sleeps during the day. Right. All this crazy shit. Garlic. Yeah. You know, it just really takes on a life of its own over the centuries, Mm -hmm. right? And let's face it, vampires have been, you know, interpreted 
in many different forms. Ugh, I don't want to mention one. I think you know where I'm going here. Where they just, oh, it ruins the character. Yeah, 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 fuck that noise. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to even mention uh, yeah, it. Yeah, don't do it. No. No. Um, but, you know, again, it's going to evolve time and time again. And um, it just takes something so dark and it, like, glamorizes it in mm-hmm. many ways and mm-hmm. romanticizes it. Oh, brother. <laughs> um, but look at Freddy. True. We've done the same fucking thing with Freddy. Mm-hmm. We fell in love with him and started pushing for him. Rant, uh, you know, not ranting, but egging him on, like, yeah, get him, get yeah, him. You know, you just fall in love with uh, the charisma of the character, and mm-hmm. I think Dracula had that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, would you say the same thing with uh, Frankenstein's monster? Yeah, he was a sympathetic character. Yeah, that you know, um, he was unjustly fucking attacked you yeah. know um he wasn't asked to be created like he never asked to be created he wasn't uh he just wanted to live he just wanted to exist and people that didn't understand him attacked him persecuted him wanted him dead yeah um so yeah a very sympathetic character um so i think that that's why that lasted so long as well because mm-hmm. it's something everyone deep down can relate to is being accepted you know um wanting to be accepted and not feeling like you fit in never asked to be born and you know trying to make the best of your situation and you know i think that people can relate to that so i think it did carry on Mm -hmm. and the it really perpetuates the the fact that we fear what we don't understand Mm -hmm. and uh we want to kill what we don't understand destroy it right you know instead of educating ourselves we just immediately turned to anger and fear and confusion and violence and want to destroy what we don't understand it's it's a fucked up part of human nature that we can we can choose to be better than Mm -hmm. but so many people choose not to yeah and uh so i think it's a brilliant fucking concept that should stay around forever and maybe it'll get through to people Mm -hmm. and people will fucking change their uh approach to things they don't understand exactly one can hope that's the only way we can get better and progress in society is to educate ourselves and treat others with dignity and respect yeah i mean you know i think the universal monsters they've there's always going to be a place for them mm-hmm. but i truly think the new replacement as the the face of like the the mount rushmore of horror flicks <laughs> has changed from dracula wolfman frankenstein and mummy to uh now Freddy, Jason, Myers, and uh, I would say Chucky, maybe. Maybe. Uh, certainly not Leatherface. Fuck him. No. no <laughs> come on. Or Pinhead. Pinhead, he maybe. Yeah, he's kind of like not on the top level. No, either. I mean he had his little lackeys with him. So. Well, it's not even that. It's just movie-wise, how successful were they? Not that much compared to Child's Play. I mean, that fucking made more money. Yeah, there's more merchandise. There you go. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, that's why it's a no-brainer. I don't even think there's a pinhead uh, pop figurine, and there's been, like... Oh, there is, there is. Oh, well, yeah. I haven't really seen it, I mean, but... I need it. <laughs> I'm not a fan, but I need it for my horror collection. Yes. Which will be seen in the documentary as well. I have a pretty decent horror collection. Nothing fucking over the top, like, super cool, but pretty badass regardless. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love it. You know, <laughs> I've seen people that have a ridiculous collection. And they I'm have like, rooms. I know, and I'm like, that's a bit much. I mean, I wouldn't turn down all that shit, but I don't go hunting for it, neither. If I see something cool that I dig, I'll buy it, but that's where I'm at with it. I don't, it's not my life, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to sleep on the couch because I made too much fucking <laughs> mess with the horror shit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, You know pissing people off but um no i I think that uh you know um getting to know those people they have a pretty solid fan base as well but they have stories too where you get that one person occasionally that just no matter how nice you are to them they're just demanding and pushy and fucking Mm -hmm. disrespectful and it's not cool man nobody deserves that Mm -hmm. and public figures you know yes we have to have thick skin and we do but at the same time we also deserve the same decency that you would expect for yourself 
Exactly. Um, you know, I don't think that what we chose to do as a career warrants treating us like fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. And, um, or personal slaves, let's say. Especially, like, yeah, especially those of us that, you know, fucking treat y'all with respect. We don't act like we're above you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't think it's necessary. I don't either. Personally, it's just my view. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever been a dick to fucking anybody, even on my worst day. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't really know why people come at me with that kind of, on occasion. That behavior. And, and, you know, like I said, I love my fans so much, man, because it's literally the odd one person. It's not even, like the majority or a common occurrence mm -hmm. it's just this random person every once in a while that just has to fucking ruin it for everyone basically well i don't let it ruin it for everyone you know what i mean i don't mm -hmm. take it out on everybody else no. I, I treat everything on an individual basis if you come at me with disrespect you know then i'm gonna fucking not really cater to you mm -hmm. if you come at me with respect i'll talk to you like a fucking person mm-hmm and we could have a conversation. We can hang out. We could fucking, you know, shoot the breeze about the things we both dig. And, you know, yeah, I, I do that. I have conversations with fucking fans and shit. Like, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a fan, too, you know, yeah. at the end of the day of MMA and art and music and shit like that. So I love discussing those things with fans, you know, mm -hmm. that just happen to be fans of mine. It's like, that's cool. I'm a fan of. A lot of the people you've mentioned as well that you're fans of. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. Let's be fans together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't fucking act like I'm better than everybody else. No. But when someone comes at me like they assume I'm going to be that way, and they just fucking immediately start talking to me with disrespect, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? Mm hmm You know? And then there's just some people that just don't have any etiquette, I think. Um, it's not cool. No, it's not. It, it's kind of like it catches you off guard, blindsides you a bit. And you're like, whoa, like, why was that necessary? And then you just don't really want to do anything to cater to them because it's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Then you're reinforcing that behavior, you know? Exactly. Anything you want to add to that before? No, I think I'm pretty good. I think you covered it and it's been addressed from both of us. I mean, like I said, I, I get that you don't have much to say on it because it's not really the way your life is. You don't experience it, but... Mm -mm. Um, you know, I fucking, I don't expect someone that doesn't live that life to, you know, doesn't experience it to understand it completely, but I mean, you know a thing or two about fucking respect. Mm -hmm. So I figured you'd have something to contribute on that subject. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see it sometimes. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it never gets easier to deal with because no. you're just like, whoa, I'm always nice to everybody. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. You know, and it just, I don't know, it puts me in a weird headspace. Yeah. But I never take it out on everybody else. And no. I never fucking will. I'm not going to let one person make me a dick towards everyone that supported me that comes at me all cool and shit. Um, it's just not the way I am. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's fair. I think no. that's lazy. I have to uh, agree. You know what I mean? And it's not a good way to carry yourself. I just hope that... Uh, it stays that way where there's very few people that feel the need to approach you like that because I don't dig it. No. And when you start making demands, when I already fucking went above and beyond and did things I don't need to do, I'm not obligated to give strangers access to my personal life, and I did, and then they fucking get demanding, like, nah, nah, you're gone. Yeah, it's like, not happening. <laughs> no, there's got to be boundaries, man, mm -hmm. you know? And if you're not going to have respect, then I don't need that in my life. Because mm -hmm. um, there's way too many fans that are great. You know, the majority, like 99% of my fans are the most respectful, sweetest people. Uh, I'm not going to have someone on my list giving them a bad rep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because it may not be me that, like, I won't take it out on all the others. But other people might get a fucking opinion in their head of my fan base. Like, oh, they're all rude assholes and mm -hmm. this and that and the third. And... No, they're not. <laughs> not even close. Mm -hmm. You just get the occasional person that has no fucking concept of how to speak to people. No social etiquette whatsoever. Um, and that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for the most part, everybody's great. So, yep. I'm going to wrap this bitch up. I just wanted to touch on that and just kind of share my experience because you never know when somebody might be like, oh, this guy's a dick because he blocked me. 
And then you don't want your fans thinking that, like, you make a habit of blocking people for no reason or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, there was a reason. Mm-hmm. And they know what they did. Um, I haven't seen anything surface yet, but um, it's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah. That was unnecessary and did not need to happen. But I think there's something kind of going on with him. Mm-hmm. That um, just the way he carries himself and things, I think that... Uh, he clearly doesn't have the social skills that, you know, average people would have mm-hmm. that you see a little more. Mm-hmm. And uh, not knocking him, I just, I can't have that. No. Because if that's the kind of lack of boundaries, then other people on my list are going to start, you know, being at risk as well. Yeah. So you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Anyways, man, I love my fans and thanks for being so cool. It just, honestly, it just made me appreciate y'all more mm-hmm. because you're all so good. And it just shows when that one bad apple comes along. It's like, I appreciate the fuck out of my fans because they're not like that. Mm-hmm. So thank y'all for, you know, being so cool and respectful. And when you see me in the streets and shit, and you approach me with respect. And I, I dig that. And I will always be as respectful to y'all as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you for yep. being so great. We'll catch your asses later, man. Yep. See you next time.